0: Drop bear gaming Drop bear Gaming
1: Drop bear Gaming Drop bear Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming podcast. Yay! People are digging it. <laughs> it's episode 108.
0: And that's Matt in the background <laughs> cussing some people's lord and saviour. <laughs> so we're trying something new this time around. We've got a microphone on the table between us instead of using headsets from another room or whatever. Yeah, giving it a go. So sure. we're going to see how the quality is. And if you like it, let us know. If you don't, definitely let us know. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: probably more important. Because <laughs> <laughs> it it'd be interesting regardless, I think. Um, so anyway, there's been a few things that have happened since we recorded last, um, we've had some releases, we've had some stuff that isn't released, and that's basically just due to the dates that they're going to be released. (laughs) So, one of the big things that happened, I suppose, uh, is the Switch, which is the Nintendo console, um, if you've been living under a rock, and... We've kind of poo-pooed on it <laughs> up until this point. I don't think we did on
0: the podcast, did we? Um,
1: we kind of said that we weren't interested at all.
0: Yeah. and I've, I'm slightly interested. I've had a chance to have a go
1: um, and kind of didn't fucking grab me in any way. Like, you know, there's something about it. Like, yes, it's still a Nintendo and, yes, it's kind of cool to be able to be portable... And but it's still like it's thin, it's really light, which is fantastic. I think that's a great thing. Mm. Um,
0: battery life seems to be pretty good. Apparently, it's like three hours, yeah, three, but, three and a half hours playing um Zelda,
1: yeah. yeah. So, but still, from, I, I've heard that it's um, it actually, you know, from uh, from a mate that bought one, played a fair bit. And he reckons it's been six hours and there was still half a battery. So, no shit. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure you know, if it was six hours or not, but still he had half a battery and he said he's played a fair bit of the game. So yeah. I didn't really sit down and play Zelda at all because I kind of figured there's no point if I'm only going to be playing for half an hour or so.
0: Yeah, exactly. It
1: looked okay. It was still a cartoony kind of game and, mm-hmm. you know, that's i don't know it's brighter and it looks a little bit better the distance that you can see on the screen looks better than any other nintendo game i've seen but i didn't play it so really hard to you know i have heard that the game is excellent though
0: yeah it's getting like friggin amazing review scores so i've heard only good things about it so
1: yeah
0: that's why the one of the reasons why i'm kind of tempted to like, not that I will buy one because I'm broke. <laughs> but if I had a spare whatever amount of cash, $470, bucks, i would probably buy a PS4 Pro. <laughs> yeah, well, but exactly. if I was, like, swanning around with a fucking fistful of cash, I wouldn't mind picking one up with Zelda to play through it because yeah. I think it's one of those games from the reviews and stuff like that. Any game that gets mad reviews like that, I think it goes on a list of, like things as a gamer you should fucking try out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so... We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think it'd be good, like, the... Graphically, it's probably better than it would be on, like, a 3DS. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons.
0: Yeah, just new tech. Well, it
1: should be... But it'd be good if they could bring it out on that because the 3ds is a lot more readily available,
0: yeah, and more people have it. But well, it's on Wii U. There's a Zelda. Yeah, it is too. So, but uh, yeah, because one of them either. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what I saw people saying. Like, get this game, even if you don't get a Switch, like pick it up on the Wii U. Yeah. Why you would buy a Wii U, I don't know. But I've heard the Switch is really good from the standpoint of it being a handheld as well. Like, you know, because obviously it's got the battery life for you. If you commute to work, you can fucking take it mm. and play Zelda on the bus, on the train, go through your work day, continue playing it on the way home, and then just chuck it straight in the dock and it switches back to the TV immediately.
1: Yeah, which is fantastic. You know, it, it gives you that opportunity. But yeah, you know, if you don't catch the bus or the train, yeah, then
0: you'll never use it. Yeah, Like with... Every of,
1: other kind of but portable gaming yeah, system. I
0: suppose. But you don't need to, you know, yeah. if you don't have... Like, the option is there, which is really cool, if you sure. want to take it on the road somewhere. But the option's really been there
1: with other devices
0: yeah. you know, I don't years, think it's comparable, though. With, very rarely gets used. Well, I use remote play on my PS4 yep. through my phone and through my Vita and my tablet. Yeah. And um, I use that a surprisingly large amount of the time. Wow. Like when the kids are watching TV, yeah, yeah, I I'll just I can't mm. be bothered moving the PS4 to the room where the TV's spare. Yeah, so I just jump on Remote Play. Although mm. it doesn't exactly work well for most games because of the triggers and yeah, stuff like that. Whereas controllers. the Switch looks like it would be perfect to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah,
1: and it's good to have that option as well of having the removable hard like you know hardware. Yeah, so you can take your controllers off. It even comes with, like, a little uh, kickstand-type thing as well. Yeah. So you can just have your screen and you can have an actual controller.
0: I saw something about that. The fucking charge port where you plug your USB cable in to charge it or whatever, the, the power cable, yeah. goes in the bottom. Oh, so, so if you've can't. got it on the kickstand, you can't charge it at the same time. Ah, oh. But Nintendo, being the clever people that they are, are not clever enough to put the friggin' charge cable on the side or the top. Yeah. They sell a official Nintendo stand that you can buy that allows for the charger to be plugged in and the screen to be sitting on the stand for like thirty dollars. Oh nice. So you spend four hundred and seventy, that thirty bucks change from your five hundred bucks is now gone. Pick up that stand. Yeah. And yeah. then get more money for games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I've tried
1: that. Um Also tried i guess the majority of the one two three game two switch yeah (laughs) whatever they are called mini Um, games collection of mini games yeah and basically the idea of those is just as a kind of a tech show yeah yeah games are
0: tech demo of the equipment
1: they're they're certainly not games you know they're i guess they're fun little things to do but they're not it's not the beef of what this thing is capable of. Yeah.
0: You know, it just shows you a couple of different things. So Once more games are out, it'll be a more compelling purchase option, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit light on, obviously. Yeah. yeah. There's not many games. I've heard that it's... Um, that 1-2 Switch is not too bad for parties. Yeah. It could be all
1: right. Um, you know, it, it's pretty silly, though. Yeah. You know, like, there's... We tried the 1-2 Draw... Or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, it's like a Mexican standoff
0: type. Yeah, or jewel.
1: Yeah. So you face each other. You don't face the screen, and then it go like you hold your controller, joy
0: gun, joy con. Yeah, that They're thing. They're called. Um,
1: and you're facing each other, and then it just goes, you know, one, two, and then it just randomly drops in. Draw, and then it's the first person to lift it up from. Pointing at the ground and shoot, yeah, and it still judges your accuracy and stuff, like to get it level. So if you, you know, I tried a different, a few different things, and you know, first just shot at the ground, yeah, um, and it saw it straight away. Um, then just kind of flicking your wrist up and not lifting your elbow type thing, just to yeah. try and flick the gun,
0: um, which you would totally do if you're in a Wild West shoot, yeah, shooting. Exactly Match. if your
1: life was on the line, yeah, and they do that
0: in the movies, they're like, Phew. yeah, yeah, straight out of the hip for those kind of, of you thing. that could see me doing that <laughs> could, yeah are we we're, we're new to this podcasting <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah it it was kind of interesting. it was pretty good at seeing your um your level of your gun and actually like your your angle, um, but still. It wasn't, like, amazingly fun. Yeah, it's not going to... Yeah, it's not not the reason to spend 500 bucks. Yeah. yeah put it that way. It's not the killer app. Yeah. Um, but within that as well, there was a couple of other ones, like a ping-pong game um, where you stand, again, facing each other on the screen. It just has, like, it actually shows you a scoreboard and every now and again you actually see the ping-pong coming in and out but
0: yeah.
1: it's kind of more of a listening thing where yeah you, it's
0: about like listening to it hit the table yeah and then and hit then, the other side and then you've got to swing in time at, to hit yeah, it yeah
1: at the right time yeah yeah. yeah. I've so, seen that it kind of interesting, interesting but yeah. again played like two or three games and went well that's fucking stupid because <laughs> it keeps saying to you you know face each other and imagine a table and a net and a ball and it's like <laughs> and paddles yeah it's like <laughs> wow you know, I spent 500 bucks to imagine on playing this game. <laughs> and all you hear in the background is... <laughs> you win. And that, it's like, wow, come on. Yeah. Um, then there was another stupid one, the samurai game, where you face each other and one person tries to strike. So you've, you've got to hold your controller over your head and then swing it down yeah. like you were chopping your mate in half. And they've got and to try and block. They, they have to try and catch it. So they have to stand there with both hands in the air, hands a little bit apart, and as you swing down, they've got to try and like clap yeah. to, to grab the, the sword. Um, and that was fucking dumb as.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you had a really good time yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, there was a few other games. I think um, there is a basketball game you can play as well, uh, which I didn't might be interesting yeah I think basketball was probably the only game that I actually really enjoyed on the original Wii oh yeah that was a good fun
0: game bowling bowling was good as well yeah true yeah true and Um, like Mario Kart well yeah and the other games there will be Mario Kart 8 I think it's in a month or two Mario Kart 8 April 7 did they say something like that yeah like a remastered version of the 3DS game
1: yeah yeah with that, new tracks and a few yeah. extra add-ins so that'll be kind of interesting um but yeah you know we'll see what comes from mm-hmm. it but at this point um it just it, it really did just seem fairly gimmicky mm-hmm. you know, it didn't really do too much to try and show its potential or even the market of who it's aimed at yeah and yeah, you know, it is more of a, a kiddie style thing, but Nintendo, in my eyes, always has been.
0: Yeah, yeah. they go for the family market. Yeah, yeah, and which it, is fair.
1: Yeah, and and really, in a lot of ways, that's missing from mm. you know your, your other two big consoles. So uh, they there are a few games that you can sit on a couch and play together with your family, like, like Diablo and. Well, oh, I mean, like, with your kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Diablo 3. Diablo, yeah, true. Yeah. Ollie loves that game.
0: Yeah, like um, Call of Duty and...
1: Well, no, probably not Call of Duty. Call of Duty.
0: Does Call of Duty still have split-screen co-op? No, I don't think so. Man, those were the days. Yeah. I think. Or well, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I'm pretty sure you used to be able to do that with COD. Anyway. Doesn't matter, really. Yeah, who the fuck's... I, no one's... Explained COD. No one talks to people in the, in the it, real world. Yeah.
1: But there's, there's games like all the there's Hasbro editions that you can buy, like the board games, which yeah. is still kind of fun. You know, playing Monopoly and it's all, you know, um, animated, or yeah. your moves and your dice rolls and everything like yeah, that Yeah, that's right. So. PlayStation and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you've got the Jackbox games, which are good fun, mm. you know, where you can log in and... and you get a code so you use a smartphone or a you know iPad or whatever yeah. and you can just is it use on
0: that? the switch as well or uh, no. no no so they are i think they're on both Xbox and PlayStation yeah it's and, not it yeah. kind of limits your options though for as a family yeah yeah, yeah. cuz like play, hey, let's play a board game fucking play a board game for real yeah yeah because that, that has you know i think there's a st- a major difference between a board game on a console and a board game for real, for real yeah. as a family I because agree. it's way more interactive but anyway so that's totally a nintendo agree. switch
1: mm. so apart from that we've been um playing a few other games that have come out
0: oh yeah we have
1: um, <laughs> and i guess we'll uh at this point all not often matt can
0: talk about <laughs> the game he's been playing for a bit Horizon Zero Dawn. I've shown you a couple of videos of this. Yeah, and it does look really good. Yeah, fuck, man. Just a masterpiece. It's probably one of the the best PlayStation exclusives. Particularly for a new IP as well. It's like a great game. There's not a lot missing from it that you would want. Um, Who made it? Guerrilla Games. Who are the guys... I think they're the ones who made Killzone. Okay. Because there's like a Killzone easter egg in the game. Or a couple of them. And another easter egg I found... I was wandering around through the mountains. So Horizon Zero Dawn, open world game. You play a woman named Aloy. She's in the Nora tribe. And it's set in the world where... It's like the distant future... Everyone's living in tribes, and there's giant robot monsters, dinosaurs, basically, (laughs) roaming the bloody countryside, and you've got to fight them. And they look good, though. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So the, the main kind of gameplay mechanics with those monsters are you have a thing called a focus, where you click in your right stick, and it shows up weak points on enemies, and scans them and whatnot, so you can... Figure out what weapons to use to take that particular one down, and there's I think there's like 26 different monsters, so there's a pretty good selection. Mm. Um, Do you start with all of those things, or do you have to find the ones you gradually find the weapons? But you don't start with all the monsters around you, yeah, fair enough. Like as you progress through, they become considerably harder, Um, but yeah, so there's a really good selection of weapons as well. There's all kinds of elemental attack weapons like so it's mostly bow and arrow.
1: They did make kill zone by the way.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's um it's mostly bow and arrow. You can shoot like fire arrows, electricity arrows, fucking all these other different ones. You have like a rope gun to mm-hmm. tie monsters down with, which I think you can see if you go and check out the um, gameplay videos. Mm. Their trailers and I was
1: in the original,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, in like the first one, when they revealed it, yeah. I think with gameplay at E3 or wherever, or maybe PlayStation Experience, yeah, they showed them pinning down a monster with the rope caster. Um, but yeah, just the story is pretty compelling, but the main thing that's great about the game is just the gameplay, it is super fun to play. You can explore the world. You can jump, climb on different stuff. There's weather effects that look fucking awesome. However, if you're in a cutscene when it's raining, you can see the rain falling, but they are completely dry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of annoying. There's a few little graphical glitches that I've noticed, but for the most part, it's a masterpiece. Like the day one patch was 200 meg. Wow. Yeah. So they had it pretty well ironed out by mm. release. I think they've done another patch since but it's yeah not real huge. Yeah, it's just a fantastic game.
1: Yeah, so oh, that sounds good um you know I guess watching the videos that I've seen and you posted, you know, some to to me. Yeah. Um it it kind of looks I know the, the problem that I had with say Far Cry with the bow and arrows. Yeah. Um It just seemed a little bit hectic at times, like primal, like that. There was too many people coming at you at some points, um, and it was too easy to
0: shoot your bow and arrow, and then they move slightly and you totally miss. That still happens in this. However, it does have a thing where you can slow down time. Oh, yeah. And when you do that, you also zoom in closer in your view, so that makes it a little bit easier to target because... The elemental attacks that you're doing, those weaknesses that you find when you scan the enemies, yeah. they'll be like a, they call them a blaze canister or a freeze canister and stuff like that. So if you shoot a blaze canister with a fire arrow, it yeah. catches fire, and then there's like a um, five or ten second delay as he's like running around and the thing's on fire. Yeah, then it explodes. and it can damage all the enemies around it can damage you if you're standing right next to him fair enough and it has the chance of stunning the enemy then Mm. there's um power cells that you shoot with an electric arrow when they go off they stun everything around as well and when you're stunned you can run up and do a critical hit where you stab them with a spear you can also melee attack but it's pretty slow going yeah but um yeah, that kind of stuff. To try and aim for those canisters when you don't have time Slow down is super fucking hard. Yeah, and as you yeah, progress condition. through the gra- game, they start having armor on them. So you have to use tear away arrows that you shoot and it's like pulses for a second and then blows up and it removes um, components off mm-hmm. them. Yep. So you might even knock off the canisters, which is super fucking annoying. Yeah. But you can knock off armor and. Um, They have just certain weak points and things like that. Cool. Yeah, so just overall the game is super fun. Um, I guess the graphics are the standout thing from the game, I reckon. I haven't had a chance to try it on the PS4 Pro, which has all the updated... Well, obviously it's 4K. Mm. HDR is available on the normal PS4 as well. with a patch that they put in but i don't have a fucking tv that can do it so i haven't seen that but even regardless of that it looks friggin magnificent Mm. it has a fully featured photo mode in it which is seems to be standard in most Most games most like major games like Mm. that yeah but this kind of stuff that you can do with it you just it's unreal you go into the photo mode you can move the camera around obviously you can change the time of day so you can catch the sun rising behind you and whatever. Yeah. and you just, It's a sliding bar. So as you slide it, the sunlight goes over your head, <laughs> sets, night time, comes back again. It's fucking cool. That's actually pretty decent. Yeah. And then there's all filters and stuff you can put on. Standard photo mode. But yeah.
1: Well, in the game, the video that you showed me looked really good. I guess the one thing that um, uh, I noticed about it initially was the, the conversation. Um, and the the graphic of face movement and things yep. like that kind of looked a little bit cartoony.
0: Yeah, the mouths aren't exactly too... You know when you see a game like um, Beyond Two Souls or yeah. yeah, I don't know if Heavy Rain was at that level as well, but where when they're talking, the mouth and the eyes and the whole face move exactly as they would if you were talking. It's like a yeah. video. Yeah. On this, I think that's where they've kind of cut the corners... With it, oh, okay, because mm. it's not to that extreme level of facial. I guess it doesn't have to be though. Either yeah. it's not the main. Part it still of the looks game. really good mm. in cutscenes. Like yeah. you can see the way their eyes look and everything. It doesn't have that um, that kind of weird feeling that you get. You can get looking at stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it just looks magnificent. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, running around it certainly did. Yeah, you know, while you're in that battle, you know they they move like the monsters move quite nicely, and it's fluid. Yeah. And you know even your character looks really good when yeah. they're moving. So there's that, a lot to me. That's huge. You know, ever since Battlefield Three, you know that the cloth movement and all of that kind of stuff. Like it's not just doesn't look like a wire figure running. Yeah, you know, there's and it's almost like some of them are missing different frames in a movement
0: mm. so they look the animation jolted quality, kind of thing yeah, yeah. and in that. that's all it looks very really smooth good. yeah um one of the other things that i really like about the game is as you're running around because it can get boring in those kind of open world games when you're just running roaming around the world um she'll make comments aloy will make comments just to herself you know like if she's if you're running really fast down a hill she'll be like oh falling fast or something like that or if it starts raining she will be like ah oh, now i'm going to have to dry off or something like that or mm. after she goes for a swim she goes well i'm awake now <laughs> and stuff like that that's cool and like if it's snowing she's like she just makes a comment on like oh the world is going to be covered in white in a minute or something like that just like weird comments yeah yeah cool <laughs> so um yeah, the cutscenes. Even though the mouths don't quite look right, um, I think the graphics stand out the most in those parts. So yeah, but as yeah. you said, the the best part for you so far has been that gameplay. Yeah, the uh, tightness just, of it. The... Well, because there's a whole skill ses- uh, skill system as well. So you're upgrading skills as you go and getting different abilities and whatnot. But just the great selection of weaponry and the way that they've done the monsters so that each one plays differently, they all have different attacks on you, some will charge you, some are flying and will just sit above you and shoot ice at you stuff like that, so there's all different kinds of monsters and all different kinds of weapons and they all mix together in the perfect way for it to play and keep you interested, you know Yeah. So how much have you played, like hours wise well I'm at 80% complete and I would say at least 45 hours well and you're still pretty keen on it so yeah that's a good thing and like I've spent a, I stopped playing the main quest lines and just started focusing on side quests and all the collectibles and stuff like that and I'm just running around and there's certain things that annoy the shit out of me um and there's certain things where I think they made it a little bit too simple one of the standout things is uh kind of climbing climbing mountains and stuff
1: yeah
0: things like assassin's creed uncharted all these games you have climbing mm. and they've taught us you know you need to aim the stick and you need to press x at the right time and blah 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 and yeah you've got to aim for the things that are a different yeah. unnatural color so, so you can jump and hold yeah. them well yeah. all of the handholds are either yellow or they're like a cliff face with a white stripe okay. basically yeah um but yeah all you have to do is jump up the first one and then hold the direction and she just automatically goes across and then there'll be moments when it's a really big gap that she has to jump across and as you as she jumps she'll like hold out a hand and you have to press X to jump and then it goes like slow mo like she's jumping like this suspense that she might fall Uh, but you know she's not she's just gonna jump to that friggin ledge and then keep going Mm. so the climbing stuff is really basic Um, yeah but there's things there's side quests in it that's like for example so every time you get a new weapon it adds a quest for you in the tutorial section of the quest where it's like for example the rope caster it'll be like you need to tie down three medium monsters okay and then you'll get a better quality rope caster later on and it'll be like you need to tie down three large enemies yeah and they take more ropes to tie down if they're bigger and whatnot. Yeah the the problem with that is you have to have the quest active for it to count. You can't it doesn't count in oh, the background. Wow. Okay. So if you're doing a quest, you have to go into your quest menu, select the tutorial one, do it, then select the one you were doing already because all the waypoints and stuff don't show up if it's not an active quest. Okay. Hmm. So I th- I thought that was a little bit weird, but it kind of makes you have to pay attention to what you're doing you're not just going oh yeah I just did that and fucking didn't realise it you know achievement unlocked yeah so um yeah some of the side quest stuff that keeps it really interesting like I said there's those tutorials Mm. but then there's like a sort of wider version of this tutorial where there's hunting missions and there's a group of people called the hunting lodge or something like that and there's five spots around the map and the map is fucking huge there's five spots where it's like a hunter's trial. Mm-hmm. And you go there and there'll be three tests. Depend, They're all different depending on the spots. And they all test different abilities. So one might be stealth and it's all stealth-based abilities. One is like stamina-based, stuff like that. So those are so fun and super interesting to do. To like break up the gameplay because you're going around doing like oh, I've got to follow these tracks because you're a tracker, yeah. hunter. Mm-hmm. You've got to follow these tracks. You get to here and it goes, oh, yes, examine this. Ooh, more tracks, follow. So some okay. of those quests get real tiring. Mm-hmm. And then you go to these hunter trials and it's like um, one of the things that you can do in the game is override the monsters. So at a certain point in the game, you get the ability to control, to like take over one of the monsters. So oh, they work cool. for you. Yeah. Right, but you have to be stealth when you go up to them because if they're engaged with you, you can't do it. Yeah. So you'll get to a section where there's like five or six monsters, and you're like, "Shit, there's it's going to take a while to beat these guys." Mm. So you can lure them by whistling, and it lures the closest one to you. Yep. And then you override him, and he automatically fights for you. Oh, that's pretty so. Good. One of the hunting trials is there's this giant, huge one called the Thunderjaw, and it's covered in like hardcore weaponry that wipes you out so fast if you don't remove those weapons, and you remove them with the tearaway
1: okay, yep. arrows. Okay. Yep. So
0: that's the strategy for that guy, is to shoot off his big guns, mm. and then shoot off his smaller guns, and then try and kill him. And he has a couple of weak points that you have to hit with precision arrows that are quite hard to hit, otherwise you're just slogging it out with him for ages. Yeah. So there's that guy, and the, the one of the hunter trials is override two of these guys two of these smaller ones and get them to kill it for you oh wow yeah Yeah. and there's stuff like that and then like you know um sneak there's ones that carry like a big canister on their back and you have to remove you have to hit them from behind with the tearaway thing to remove the claws that hold this canister yeah falls on the ground you've got to collect three of them while stealth without ever getting caught Wow, that'd be hard. Yeah, so mm-hmm. some of them are pretty challenging and then there's time limits on top of that as well. So you get a different um, level of reward based on how quick you do it. Wow. And yeah, so that kind of stuff, it breaks up the story and it adds a real interesting because it forces you to use strategies that you might yeah, not that's be using. Right. Yeah, Because I'm at the point now where I'll just run in with a tearaway gun. Like earlier in the game, this trip caster gun mm-hmm. where you make like a trip wire that if you cross it, it either explodes with fire or um, electricity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And at the beginning, what I was doing was just lay them down, shoot them with an arrow so they spot you, and as they run towards you, they get wiped the fuck out, yeah, which yeah. is a great strategy, mm. right? But it doesn't quite work that well with really big monsters. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. strategy became stealth up to them, scan them so that it, when you scan them, it highlights the weak points Okay. for X amount of time. So I'd sneak up, get my tear tear away thing and shoot off all their guns and then they react and they attack you and then like all hell breaks loose. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you've got to learn, you you kind of get stuck in your ways on how you tend to approach most fights. which happens in every game. So those hunter trials not only force you to change it up, but they teach you stuff they teach you methods of going about things that you may not have thought about doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is a so, pretty good idea.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't want to harp on about it too much more, but it's a really good game. I am making a. Uh, we mentioned that I showed you a video clip. I purchased a game capture unit, so we're going to start doing some video reviews on our YouTube page. Yeah. So and the first one I'm planning to do is Horizon Zero Dawn. We're gonna look at making them not too long, so hopefully I can get that up in the next week or two. So keep an eye out. Our uh, YouTube page is youtube.com/slash/dropbeargaming. I'm pretty sure, pretty or just sure. go on there and search for Dropbear Gaming. Yeah. You'll find us. Um, just look for the bear. That's the go-to. That All is. Right, look for bear. the bear. Look for the bear. So the other game that we've been playing. Look up and live. Yeah, look up and live. <laughs> look up Drop Bear Gaming and live. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, one of the things we've been working on, some video content, so look forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll get a fair bit out, mm. which should be good. Just trying something different, you know, like this whole sitting across from each other podcasting thing. But anyway.
1: A bit more conversational. Mm. Um, I guess the other thing as well, we've been playing that's just come out about a week after.
0: Horizon, Horizon um,
1: yeah. Was um, the Tom Clancy's Wildlands
0: Ghost Recon news game. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, that's what I said, but in different order. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus. It's Tom Wildlands' Clancy Recon <laughs> Ghost.
1: Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been playing this game, and uh, today we actually had a couple of hours to to play it as a team
0: yeah with the uh, co-op with the co-op which i think is the major thing that they're pushing with it because it's it's four player squad based shooter type thing yeah yeah and if you play single play you have three ai guys that just follow you around and you can just s- control them a little bit yeah a bit of an
1: issue with uh the functionality of, of it all like uh obviously when you're playing in a team of three or even in two there's no
0: ai yeah, so none at all. I thought I was curious to see if it would fill up the rest of the squad. Me too, yeah. and it didn't. No, so no. As soon as you co-op, you you're on your own. Basically, yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, which adds a little bit of a, um, challenge. a challenge. Yeah, because yeah. you'd want to have four players. Yeah, yeah, you know, and playing it by yourself, it was pretty good. Drop in, drop out. Yeah, which I thought was you know good of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't seen anything on the game. Uh, I've played a fair few hours of it now, I suppose. Um, when you're playing by yourself, it does take a little bit longer as well because um, you're the only one that goes around really... I mean, the AI will tag people, but it won't actively tag like you would in a, a you know kind of multi-session or multiplayer session. Yeah. Um, you know, different angles and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It is very different, but... It's, um, I don't know, the the game itself, and each time I go and have a play of it, it, it just strikes me as, um, you know, the division um, is a big part of it. It's based on a lot of what I remember of the division, like third person view shooter. Yeah, the character is very similar to your character in, uh, in the like division. Like, your loadouts
0: like. and all that kind of stuff seem very similar. The menus are. Different. yeah they are but yeah. i don't um, really like the menus in wildlands no they're they seem, yeah a bit clunky not, and yeah not really user-friendly too, and there's, there's a lot of, of buttons in it as well yeah, yeah. The, each button does a different
1: thing and it's
0: yeah. um, it's like press down for binoculars press up on the t-pad for yeah for your drone for your drone yeah. right for bloody night vision Mm -hmm. yeah and i kept getting mixed up with drone and binoculars yeah
1: which happens a fair bit which is irritating Yeah. yeah um and i didn't actually even realize when i first started like just the first few minutes um i put the binoculars on and then it was my instinct straight away to just press circle to get out of that yeah um but you actually have to press the down button again to go back to your character and you know, yeah. and, and put the binoculars away. Same with the drone; um, it's like an on-off function. Um, so it's not like you press it to activate it and then yeah. anything else works type thing. Um, it's a bit weird,
0: eh? Yeah, I did notice that. Mm.
1: And it, it only happened you know once or twice, but you know as soon as you figure it out, you kind of
0: yeah, you get but, used to it. Yeah. I did notice that because we are today was my first real try of playing it. I played the beta for a little while and we talked about this on the last episode, I think. I think so. But the start of the full game is the exact same. It's like the beta was the start of the game. Yeah. I don't know how far you would be able to get through. I think it was limited to two provinces. I think so, And there's 21 total. So the map is really, really big. It is huge. And there's so much stuff to do. So I imagine you could easily pump a good... 50, 60 hours, and if you were trying to do everything... Everything and, anything, and side missions and everything, you would, yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe so. They said, um, um I was told Horizon Zero Dawn, so to go back to it, but I was told, you're talking about the lengths of games, if you do all the story stuff and only a few side quests here and there, you can finish the game in, like, 30 hours. Well, so pretty, I said I've played 45... A pretty, pretty decent game. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I played 45... And so far, I've still got a bit to go, mostly story missions. But, um, yeah, I've just been distracted so much. Yeah. Like, you see... Is there
1: any multiplayer in...
0: No. Nah. Okay, It's cool. entirely single it. player. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is kind of interesting as well. Yeah,
0: I think they wanted to stick by their guns. Yeah. and Not you know, out of shit, half-assed yeah. multiplayer kind of thing. And it's worked out great, and the game is fantastic. Good. And I could even imagine people... Wanting to replay it again because mm. it doesn't seem like it's that dull. I mean, some of the stuff, like I said, those like tracking people and yeah, that yeah. kind of shit gets old. But yeah, anyway, anyway Wildlands. We're finished about
1: that. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, I, I liken it to the Division. Um, huge parts of
0: Far Cry, Far 4. Cry Four. That was my initial thing. I think yeah. did I mention that as well in the last episode? It just feels a lot like Far Cry four, yeah. even though it's third person and it's And, and
1: it like, is a different kind of you know part of the world, so the you know yeah. your your map is different, you know, yeah, you know, obviously. It's not like Far
0: Cry Prime will had the same map as Far Cry four.
1: Yeah. But still it was uh you know, it has that feeling to the game.
0: Yeah. Um and then I guess like the, driving and the, just the way that the roads are in the world around you as yeah, you explore it because yeah. it's that open world style
1: and the need to minimise your distance to things so that you know extreme need to be constantly having access to helicopters or planes or yeah. whatever um, and to be honest like the the backstory of the game which is explained to you in a video at the start. Um, if no one's seen it, is that there's been a drug cartel that's
0: overtaken Bolivia? The yeah, country. Mexican drug cartel. Yeah, and they wanted in.
1: they wanted a place basically where you know they were getting pissed off that the Americans had so much access to stop them. Yeah, so and they, the Mexican forces were fucking with them, so they yeah. yeah. So they decided it'd be best to go and just forcefully take a country, um, and then they made a uh, a pact. With the government, basically, to stop killing civilians and fucking shit up.
0: If they can do whatever
1: they want. Yeah, if they would just turn a blind eye. So, yeah, the government said they'd turn the blind eye and, you know, just look after
0: their citizens and everyone could kind of live a little bit... Uh, yeah. So, so massive, massive corruption and an ultra-violent Mexican drug cartel. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you're sent in, as it goes, to try and bring down this cartel.
0: Yeah. You know, as as they explain it,
1: squad. cut the head off the snake. Yeah. yeah, and and kill the the boss. That I guess
0: is you know the obvious. And yet you have to chop yeah. off everything from the tail of the snake yeah. all the way up to get to the yeah, head. That's
1: right. So <laughs> it's not chopping the head off. It's more just uh, yeah, chopping away at the snake until it's only the teeth left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then pulling them out of nothing. Anyway, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, uh, I don't know there's been other games where they've kind of tried to force you to have that co-op kind of four player type thing Um, and I don't know in this it it did seem a little bit more fun to be playing
0: as a team yeah I found I thought just based on playing the beta and like I said the beta was the exact same like the same Mm. completely everything was there all the stuff to find and like tagging supplies and shit like that All the exact same. Yeah. And I thought, with three AI guys, there's the sync shot, Mm -hmm. maneuver, whatever you can do, um, and you can upgrade it. So it starts off with only one sync shot. So you target someone and press sync shot, and then one of your guys moves into position where they can hit them, and then it just waits for you to press X. You press X, and they shoot them.
1: And it just says to you at that point, which normally only takes... Five to ten
0: seconds. Not even that, I don't reckon. It's like ready for the shot,
1: ready when you are. Yeah.
0: And And you can upgrade it so that all three will attack. Yeah. So you can tag three guys and... And your own shot, so you kill four at a time. Or you just sit back and do nothing. Yeah. And it's like ultra easy mode. Mm. I went to a compound full of enemies and sink shot at everyone there, never got seen, never pulled my own trigger. Yeah. And then you go in interrogator guy and the enemy forces rocker mm-hmm. sink shot at all of them too before they got in <laughs> so i was like well fuck me yeah like how easy do you want to make it but then yeah. when we played co-op it's like you need to work together yeah you do you can't yeah. just ride your motorbike in
1: <laughs> which <laughs> did happen and then into the middle of everything shot.
0: yeah and, and
1: then- you die real easy too yeah you do you get shot pretty quickly, two or three bullets, and you're out. And it takes 40 seconds, 45 seconds to bleed out. So if your mates can't get to you, um, or if you don't pick your mates up in the helicopter and you fly off and go to a different (laughs) section and try and take that part of the the map on, um, yeah, you'll often be on your own and people can't get to you in the 45 seconds. So, yeah, it's um, kind of a few little insider tips there for anybody looking
0: at playing that yeah game. don't be a jerk there's no jumping though like you you have to run up to a fence and wait it like pops up a prompt saying press x to jump the fence yeah, or
1: up a rock or anything yeah, really any
0: ledge. like if you go to a building where there's stairs into it like two steps yeah and you run into the side of the steps yeah you're stuck yeah you, you have to run around to the front of the steps to climb which is up. like the division Yeah. That was the same. There was no jumping in the division. It just seems way more Mm. obvious. I guess because it's an open world game in the wilderness, there's shit all over the ground. Yeah, And so you get stuck on stuff so much and Mm. it's fucking irritating.
1: Yeah, it is. And the other thing as well that is a a drawback, which I guess I didn't do when I was playing by myself because I was trying to be a little bit more cautious, I Mm. suppose. But as soon as Matt got in the driver's seat of any car <laughs> it was just you drive directly at whatever you're trying to get to you know and there's all these roads that crisscross every direction yeah and it can take like you know an extra 20 minutes to get from one side of the map to the other yeah but matt's like you know the fastest way between two points is but you know straight line it and me so let's go There's the yeah. road, and especially
0: if you start at the top of a mountain like yeah. just fucking find a <laughs> ledge and drive off it and see what happens <laughs> and we only got stuck once we did yeah only once and that was because i got jammed between two rocks which is and the wheels annoying. were off the ground yeah
1: which was annoying
0: yeah yeah and you can't do too much like i thought it'd be interesting
1: because you've got if you press circle you switch seats yeah so i was wondering if there was like any kind of way of tipping the car with your weight in it no. Didn't seem to be. Yeah.
0: Although, when you roll a vehicle, you can roll it back over. Yeah. No matter how badly it's rolled over, as long as... Yeah, but if you're upright, stuck between two rocks, you're fucked. Yeah, you But the good thing is, if you're in the middle of the wilderness, and your car's stuck, you jump out, you just fast travel. Mm. You can just open the map and fast travel if somewhere else. If you've been else. to places. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And normally, like, the way the, the story works, um, you know, in the initial part, you've got your six waypoints you've got to get to you've got to clear them out you've got to find intel that kind of stuff um and it forces you around the map of that province so you know fast traveling between then yeah becomes a lot easier yeah um because you've luck- un- unlocked all the corners type thing
0: and there's a lot of helicopters around the place i'd like there to be more yeah but there is a fair amount And you can get them pretty easily. It seems like every man and his fucking dog in Bolivia has got a helicopter. I know, that's what I was thinking. Like, you
1: know, the cartel goes and takes over... ...and then all of a sudden there's like... ...an extra hundred billion dollars worth of just shit lying around. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why did they... I know drug cartels obviously have a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not like they have a lot of money... ...and then waste it every day on buying helicopters with machine guns on them.
0: Yeah, and the weird thing is... ...as you're flying around... Or driving around, you'll just see a helicopter drop out of the fucking sky and blow up on the ground. It's bizarre. How many are there? How many you got? Yeah, just don't even care. Also, if you're a passenger in the fucking helicopter, don't try and use your drone. Yeah, that's bad for you. Because we tested that, and the drone went into the blades, and the blades all snapped off, and we fell like a rock. But we fell like 100 metres and didn't blow up. No. We just landed perfectly. It jumped out and ran away. (laughs) which is weird it is you can you can fang it on a motorbike Mm. and only in the worst circumstances will you be knocked off yeah which I thought was kind of amazing and like we were playing and and,
1: you know Aiden's playing with us and he's like yeah you don't seem to ever get knocked off and And then 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 I drive around a corner run into like this little one foot ledge (laughs) and I went flying like (laughs) a hundred metres into a tree and then just kind of died that was it (laughs) i like yeah left half my face behind me as i just slid on my face (laughs) through this bit of
0: uh yeah this bit of road so that was bad for you
1: yeah um don't
0: try that at home kids for the game itself um i think it's decent i think there's plenty of uh there's definitely enough content if you're looking for a a uh, one game to it, buy. Yeah,
1: if it's the kind of game that you would enjoy and you'd like to play for a long time. Yeah, there's heaps
0: yeah. to do. Yeah.
1: And um, and like with those games that I mentioned like The Division and and uh, Far Cry 4, mm-hmm. um there's definitely a million side things that you can do. Yeah. And and I I would understand that they would continue to spawn throughout. So even if you finished everything, yeah. Every time you went back and played it, there would still be, you know, get the fuel trucks or get this yeah. or get that. I imagine that's what's going to happen. They've they got a lot of spawn. DLC
0: lined up for it as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. And things just constantly spawn. There are a few little, you know, issues, I suppose. Um, you know, like things like the, and you, know, you clear out a, a um, section like a, a, um, I guess they were depots in, in Far Cry 4. Like a,
0: like a outpost. Like outpost type thing, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then...
0: Randomly, the bad dudes would be back. Yeah, I like guess. you go away, you come back... And it's not your outpost anymore. It's yeah. got the bad guys in it again. Which doesn't make sense. Because you're working with the rebels... To try and reclaim the country, right? Mm. So, the exact same as Far Cry 4, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, Because, you know... The white guys have to come and save the brown people. That's... Oh, you didn't. (laughs) Well, that seems to be the go-to, right? Because Far Cry 4... for Ubisoft. Far Cry 3... It's the Ubisoft way of life. I don't know if Far Cry 4 he was... I think he was a a brown guy saving brown people. But he was an American who would come back to the country to save the day because they can't help themselves. Far Cry 3 was on an island and it Mm. was some like... Jock dude who was like, "Let's go and dude!" Yeah, yeah. Saved the whole Bodyguard. fucking all the tribal people who then like gave him their tribal tattoos and whatnot, and made him amazing. Yeah, yeah. And He's, then it yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, you're part of the tribe now. Cool, thanks for saving us. We couldn't yeah. do it up without you." So that seems to be the mo there, and this is that happening again. Like Americans, if you don't want to make it about color. <laughs> Yeah, the Americans come and save the day. We love American. The Bolivian rebels can't fucking do shit by themselves, apparently. Yeah. Well, they certainly can't hold on to a fucking outpost after you clear it for them.
1: And I understand, like the whole concept of the game and everything. That's great, but if this game was as bloodthirsty and you know hell bent on uh you know having their own country yeah and then this like four ghosts came in and started fucking shit up and you know then all of a sudden each province started becoming you know overrun by rebels and you know they're starting to push back yeah once the first one was done the other 20 would just go oh fuck this and stomp it into the ground yeah nuke that province see you later and they probably have story. access
0: to those kind of yeah.
1: weapons. And then there'd be end of story. Then the other provinces would be like, maybe not a great idea. You know, like I don't like the cartel being in my backyard cooking drugs, yeah. but I'm alive and they're not going to kill everything that I know. Yeah. So, you have know, got to... Maybe, gotta, maybe I, I think too much into these things or maybe I deeply, you know, just want to yeah. be a drug cartel leader. I don't know. One or the yeah. other.
0: <laughs> well, you just got to kind of... Switch off the analytical side of your brain. That goes. This doesn't actually make sense. It's yeah. like in Horizon, where you're running around and it's post-apocalyptic. Nature has reclaimed everything, but the only animals are rabbits, rats, raccoons, boars, oh yeah, and fish. Cool. I think. And, and I think that's it. Robot. Yeah, and robot. Yeah. So there's yeah. no fucking bears, no tigers. Presumably the robots killed them all. Yeah, <laughs> but there's I no other so. animals that is kind of weird and there's not even cows how the yeah. what, what are they eating just boar yeah, I, guess. I guess yeah and fruit apparently yeah they but anyway all become yeah, vegetarian <laughs> that's but, video game life for you yeah. I guess you gotta switch off the brain well you know that's the other thing
1: that I think is missing in a big part of this like uh, Far Cry 4 they added the danger of being in the bush in the forest yeah. and having bears and rhinoceros and yeah, stuff and, that would just yeah, take you out. Yeah, snakes and you know, yeah. fucking everything was there. Hawks that had just come down and injured. And, you know, enju- and enju- it not day. just
0: it not just makes it makes you wary, but it adds value to the space in between objectives. Yeah, and there's in wildlands there's vast areas where there is nothing, yes. except trees and rocks, and if you're not in a vehicle driving past it, you're. Know, very fucking bored yeah, walking through it very quickly yeah. yeah
1: and it's funny like you can't you can't kill civilians it, it'll like you know you you shoot one and you get a warning that you'll fail and you you're wary of not shooting them and then there's some outpost that you've got to try and claim where the civilians are running in a panic because gunfire starts. And yet they run right in front of you and they do like ridiculous shit that you wouldn't really. Start doing the nut bush. (laughs) (laughs) And like glitching out and stuff and like rubber banding against, you know, poles and trees and weird shit. Um, But, yeah, I just kind of like the. If you're in a vehicle, you can run them over and they off into the bush, and <laughs> you don't even get anything. It's just yeah. like, no, nah, no, nah, they're not worth it when you're in a car.
0: It's only when you shoot yeah, them. If,
1: yeah, if you shoot them, it's bad for you. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of bizarre, because I really tried very hard not to, um, you know, hit anyone or even try and damage their cars, because that causes damage too. Like, you run into a car, and if it's on a busy section of road, all of a sudden there'll be like, 10, 15 cars banked up, while a car just sits in the lane, with yeah. smoke coming out of the front of it,
0: and that's like every game, though. It's kind of bizarre, you know. Like they've all got know. off-road cars, yeah. most of them, and just drive well, around it. Just drive off the cliff. It doesn't
1: matter. You know, <laughs> your car's going to survive, dudes. Um,
0: but yeah.
1: anyway. It's a. It is a good game. I, I've actually enjoyed playing it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd like to give it more time, but Mass Effect's coming out soon. Yeah. So,
1: and I, and I have enjoyed the single player. Those elements of it, anyway. Um, yeah. Know, and just learning the maps and doing all that. Um, yeah. There's certainly parts of the, yeah, you know, the multiplayer that are good, but it, it does get proved. By most games, anyway, and now that multiplayer is becoming even more and more of an essential part of most games, it highlights that when a game forces you to be in a team, there is normally more chance that you will play it when all your mates aren't online. Like you can arrange those times, but the majority of the time you are going to play it, you are going to be by yourself. Yeah, and it's it makes it difficult to, you know, really play through a game, especially a game that's that fucking big. Yeah. Um, in a consistent way with a team. So Yeah. And it, it did get kind of annoying that, you know, we joined your game today.
0: And um, I'd only just started, so you had to redo yeah, your stuff. Yeah, we had
1: to redo all that stuff and it didn't matter where we
0: were at. Yeah. Um, like you kept it, it, all your just, levels and stuff and you're still yeah, getting XP and we still whatever.
1: get XP and you do go back to places and if you haven't found certain things yeah um, then you can you know find them during those second plays but if you've got you know three or four people that are doing that yeah um, to make up your team if you've already played through and then you started with a second person then you have to play through it again and then with a the third person you play through it again and then a fourth person you play through it again, person, through it again. yeah you've put in ten, fifteen hours into the game and you've only played one province, you're gonna go, Oh fuck this. Yeah. I'm bored of shit now. Yeah. Um which is gonna become kind of annoying. So Yeah, that that would be. Yeah. But anyway, I'd I'd still, you know, rate it as I guess, you know a, probably at this point a three and a half. A yeah,
0: bit. that's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it might be worth it. Um, I I can't see the storyline getting any more enthralling.
0: No, it's um, pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah, it's like uh, you are you're like a superhero special forces guy. Yeah, reclaiming a country from the baddies. Pretty much, and like there's some pretty the characters are interesting, the enemies and stuff like that. Some of the shit they do is fucked up. Yeah, and they're twisted characters. But and the conversations that you have with your.
1: Um, like your group of four when when they're ai that you have like even even when they're not like i noticed that um at one section today i got a phone call and i was on the phone you guys ran off and did the mission yeah and my character just stood there um while i was on the phone and i noticed that over the comms you were we were all having communication like on the sound coming from the tv not our chats yeah but they're actually talking to each other that whole time, telling stories. Yeah. Um, you know, what are the things you're going to yeah, do when you first true. get home? Um, one of the conversations that I, I told you about... And yeah, I, and I, I heard it hard. when we were playing earlier too. Oh, yeah. um, one of them starts talking about computer games and how the violence in computer games is, uh, you know, contributing to the desensitisation, I guess, which everybody talks about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as more and more violent games come out and those types of things. Um, so it's interesting that they're kind of adding that stuff and throwing mm. little bits in and it you know, doesn't change anything in the game.
0: Yeah, it just it's like in any game where they add that kind of stuff where it just kind of activates your brain a little bit yeah. to listen to something that's you know another person's point of view maybe or just a conversation or something something interesting that's not just having to run through sticks and rocks yeah true for ages yeah Yeah. but anyway yeah so three and a half
1: yeah well anyway i think that pretty much wraps up the show is there anything else we've got to talk about
0: no um just to reiterate um make sure you check out our youtube once we start posting stuff on there if you haven't liked us on facebook facebook.com slash dropback jump on there and obviously all the links to all our stuff when we post it get put on there so
1: yeah and um, and if there's any comments you'd like to make about the way that we've done this podcast the sound um content you know, <laughs> content yeah because it, it is a bit of a different way for us normally we're not really you know looking at each other sometimes yeah. we're in completely different suburbs yeah. houses you know hours away um so yeah it's a bit different and. If the conversation style isn't as good, or if the sound isn't as good, or if it's better mm. in any way, let us
0: know, and that is that. Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Yay.
1: Alright, oh, nice. anyway, I think the uh the name of this episode should be Look Up Dropbear Gaming and Live. <laughs> so we'll sign it off there. <laughs>
0: That's not what it's gonna be called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Um, Thanks for listening and hope to hear from you and yeah, listen to us again next time.
0: Yeah, catch you later. See ya.